This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello again, everyone. I told you I'd be back in about 30 minutes, maybe a little less. <laughs> this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie. Once again, bringing you another special episode of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And this is game two of the longest winning streak in Jeopardy history. Talking about that of Ken Jennings, of course. At least until someone beats it. Not saying any names, but I know someone who has eyeballs on that. At any rate, let's not waste too much time here and let's just get straight into the game. Because I still have one more of these to do, plus the new episode tonight, so. Yeah, I'm a busy, I'm a busy human. Meeting our contestants comes first. We met, we meet our challenger, our contestants are Carrie, Chad, and Ken. And of course we know Ken is the returning champion because, well, you just heard that. You just heard about his game one, so yeah. Most interesting contestant story of the day actually came from Ken, who told us about the time he and his sister got lost backstage at an amusement park because they wanted to cheat and not wait a bazillion hours in line for the rides. Can't say I blame them, but getting lost sucks. This was the first game where we really saw what kind of player Ken would turn out to be. Because he grabs the game, runs with it, climbs Mount Everest, and then drops it down the other side, and then chases after it. Figuratively speaking, of course, that's the kind of gameplay we saw today. For what little bit of leeway they were able to get in, the other two players did very well also. I, I'm not going to deny that. And actually, it was Chad who found two of the three daily doubles with Ken finding the other one. Unfortunately, Ken's turned out much better for him than Chad's did because he bet everything both times and lost it all both times. Because oopsie. Ken had, like, this monster lead at the end of Double Jeopardy. It was crazy. $31,000 at the end of the round. At this point in Jeopardy history, that was rare, if not 100% unheard of. I can't say too much because I was so little at the time, so I don't know what, what kind of scores people were getting on average. So there, there's that, there's that factor that kind of limits me as to my knowledge. I was, I was a little bitty thing, so yeah. When we got to Final Jeopardy, both of our challengers had correct responses, but sadly, just based on their score, 
their wager compared to Ken's score, it just wasn't going to help them. It wasn't. Because Ken might be a lot of things, but dumb on the wager, most of the time is not one of them. And he actually missed the question today. But it really didn't matter because, I mean, $9,000 seems like a stupid wager most of the time. But today, it didn't really do any damage. And he still ended up with $22,000 at the end of things and a two-day total of $59,000 plus. Get used to this theme of Ken just circumnavigating the globe with the game because it's going to continue throughout our coverage. There are very few games, I'm going to warn you right now, there are very few games when Ken doesn't absolutely kidnap the game and hold it for ransom. I will point them out when they occur. I will make note of them. But I, I have to warn you not to expect much. Because Ken was just such a dominant player at the time. And it was just bam, 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 bam. Ken was the James Holtower of 2004. Let's put it that way. You, We talked about what kind of player James was. So, yeah. Ken, Ken was the James Holtower of that era. That's really, that's really the best way to sum it up and the best way to describe it. And today, this particular game was our first glimpse of that. I mean, in his first game he did well, but it wasn't... He didn't circumnavigate the globe with the game. So, that, that's why I say that. Also, a quick note before we go on. I will not be including tournament play here because I do not have access to the Battle of the Decades. Or, actually, I do have the Battle of the Decades. I don't have the Ultimate Tournament of Champions. I don't have the All-Star Games. And I don't have the greatest of all time. I, I do have the Battle of the Decades and the IBM Challenge. I do, have, I do have both of those. So, there's, there's that. But I just wanted to make that announcement that way nobody's asking, Oh, well, where are the tournaments? Why aren't you doing those? Well, that's why I don't have them all. And if I don't have them all, I'm not doing any of them because that would be leaving gaps. And you guys know me. I'm not okay with gaps. I don't care if I can barely speak. If I have to, I will get a TTS to do this podcast for me. If my throat gets sore enough to not be able to do it. I will get a TTS to do it for me because I do not do gaps. I just don't. But that is a that is a brief overview of Ken Jennings Game 2. 
and i will i have one more of these plus tonight's new episode to take care of so i'm going to get on with that i'm going to say thank you for tuning in and i will see you folks in a few minutes depending on how hard it is for me to find the episode i need thank you for listening and as alex would say so long everybody This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T. speaking for the Jeopardy! podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.